I think it's going to be decades before we really know what kind of a number COVID did on us. And we're not going to be consciously aware of things like if there is an uptick in suicidal ideation 10 years from now, or if more people are suffering from anxiety or more people's marriages are falling apart, whatever. Um, you won't be able to say, yeah, that's because of those two and a half years of misery. But maybe one day with aggregate figures, we'll figure out exactly what the collateral damage of the pandemic was. But in the meantime, Professor Caitlin Mendes, who is a sociologist at the University of Western Ontario, is asserting that amongst Canadian young people, they're just meaner right now. They're less compassionate, less empathic. And the good professor joins us right now. Good morning. Good morning. So give me, a, give everybody listening an impression of what sort of an analysis you're doing on Canadian youth. How are they different, do you think? Yeah, well, actually, I just want to clarify that the research that I conducted is actually with British youth, and I'm actually undertaking the same study here in Canada now. So the data that I'm talking about relates to nearly 800 young people, teachers and their parents. Uh, and I did this research in 2021, just as lockdown measures were lifted and young people were going back to schools. So we found we asked young people um, about experience of things, all, all range of harms like harassment, body shame shaming, outing, homophobia, racism, misogyny. And young people were reporting that across all of these different practices, um, many of them increased during COVID. So people felt as though they experienced more harassment, homophobia, even various forms of fraud like catfishing or body shaming um, during the pandemic. Okay. Is there any means by which you can draw a causal relationship though, or are these just the times we're living in anyway? Well, certainly there is research that has shown that, for example, empathy has been on the decline uh, for quite a few years now. But young people, for, for certain, were saying they felt as though it was the time that they spent online. Teachers, when we were speaking to them, they were saying that when they noticed a big difference when students came back to school after lockdown, they noticed that the kinds of language that they used, the way that they were speaking to each other, the way that they were speaking to teachers certainly changed. And they felt as though the kinds of language and behaviors that young people were doing um, were, were definitely far less inappropriate, far less kind than they were before the pandemic. Do you speculate that this may be kind of like a hangover? You know, we'll get over it and get back to be more compassionate or is this permanent damage? I mean, my personal view is that, you know, you kind of said this in the introduction about when we're using digital technologies, we're missing out on a lot of these really important signals that help us to build empathy. So it is things like eye contact. It's about being able to see the reaction on someone's face when you say something mean to them. And when we're communicating mostly through digital technologies, we don't have that. We lose that. And so what we're actually seeing is, you know, even since COVID, people are still using digital technologies in really high rates. Yes, many of us are getting together in person, but digital technologies still play a role. And if we look at the younger generations, I think what we also saw slide during COVID was a lot of parents' rules about digital technologies really loosened up. So where maybe parents had really firm rules about how old kids could be when they first went online, the kind of apps or platforms that they were using, how long they could be online, those rules really slid. 
So whereas maybe before someone wouldn't get a phone till they were 11 or 12, I think now it's much more common to see seven, eight, nine-year-olds getting these technologies. So I think that if this is the kind of primary way that young people are learning to communicate with each other, no, I don't think that we're going to see a recovery. I think that this is going to be a really long-standing issue. Okay, one last question for you. Um, I know your research is focused on young people, but I guess what I find myself wondering is, is it because they're not getting a training that would give them a level of empathy? Or would you extrapolate and say all of us are possibly suffering from this deficit now because we went online so much during COVID? I mean, my guess would be it would be everybody. So we know, for example, that incidences of road rage have gone through the roof since COVID. Um, I hear lots of anecdotal stories just about people being really unkind, you know, uh, violence, meanness. So it's not just related to young people. Um, and I think that young people certainly haven't had the same experience as adults in, in terms of empathy development. But I think it's very clear that once we kind of get used to these practices and ways of communicating with each other, empathy can really quickly be lost. And I think many people, you know, you said in your introduction about how it may be 10 years before we really understand the full extent of COVID, people are going through a lot. They've had a, a really rough time. And I think perhaps that in combination with this new form of communication um, has certainly decreased empathy across the general population. Thank you very much for this. Look forward to talking with you again. Thank you. Professor Caitlin Mendez is a sociologist at the University of Western Ontario.